to the deeper you go, the weirder it gets. I'm your host, Garrett. So this is ceremony recap number 11, and this ceremony occurred on Thursday, April 27th, 2023. So in this episode, I talk about how Ayauma uh, taught me how to sing to a particular issue that I was experiencing, which was sexual dreams and negative thoughts. So Ayauma taught me some really cool lessons around those things. Also, in this episode, I briefly talk about a particular person whose singing made me sick. Now, uh, I thought about removing this from this episode because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But after some thought, I chose to leave it in because this was how I was feeling in the moment, right? And I feel bad because (laughs) I have since become friends with this person and they actually have a really good personality. But for some reason, at that moment, uh, I wasn't resonating with their singing, right? And hopefully that changes in the future. I don't know. But, um, and I know that saying that, that I don't resonate with their singing in, in this world, that could come across as fighting words, right? Because we're all trying to sing. We're all trying to express our medicine. So, but anyway, um, it is what it is, I guess. And so you are receiving the kind of raw, uncut version of my thoughts on that particular ceremony. So before we get into the ceremony, as always, I want to, I encourage you all to reach out with any questions you may have about my journey or anything I have discussed. And also, if you are enjoying the show and you would like to support it, one of the easiest ways to do this is to get some podcast gear. Right, I have stickers, hats, mugs, t-shirts, and hoodies, and the link for the gear is in the show notes. Now, I have had some people tell me that they have a hard time, that they don't know where the link is at. So when you're listening to the episode, you can. there's a way to click and you actually can get show notes and the link will be there. Or if you can't find the link, please contact me and I will send you the link. I also have fermented herbal tonics and pine pollen tinctures available. So please email me for... Uh, email me for more details. It's another great way to support the show and to support my year-long journey, and I am able to ship these out. And last but very not least, if you enjoy this podcast, besides buying some products and supporting me that way, the other best way you can support me is by liking it, sharing it, subscribing it and leaving a review specifically if you are listening to this on the Apple Podcast app. It's a simple gesture that really helps me out. Okay, so with all that being said, let's get into the show. Okay, so this is ceremony recap number 10 and the ceremony occurred on Thursday, April 27th, 2023. And I'm recording this on Friday, April 28th, 2023, the next morning. So Last night's ceremony was weird, to say the least. So despite drinking more than the Paquito Mas dose 
and getting a second dose, I had a hard time connecting to the medicine. See, I could tell that the medicine was trying to open up as I would get these very faint visuals from time to time, but they would disappear rather quickly. And so, and I also spent just kind of most of the night feeling uncomfortable. On a scale of one to 10, it was only about a six. So it wasn't horrible. I wasn't miserable, but it was definitely annoying. And so during. Also during the ceremony, I just felt a very strange energy throughout the maloka all night. And I heard a lot of faint voices. And this is something new that I've been experiencing on this diet. As I mentioned in the last recap, my senses during ceremony have really become heightened. And during some kind of recent ceremonies, last two, three ceremonies, I've noticed that I've had some what I'd call audio hallucinations. Well, I mean, I really don't like calling them hallucinations. I don't like that word because after experiencing ayahuasca, I can say that I believe that these are real. See, when you take ayahuasca mushrooms or other plant medicines, what happens is that your frequency bandwidth expands, which allows you to see, feel, smell, and even hear things that are probably always present, but you were just unable to witness because during normal conscious awareness, your bandwidth is a lot smaller. So spent most of the night just feeling weird energy and hearing a lot of whispering of what I believe were fairies. (laughs) And so I, now I understand that that sounds crazy and, uh, I probably wouldn't believe it myself had I not had I not had very had I not had several very real interactions with fairies over the course of numerous ceremonies back in the day back when I started drinking ayahuasca or I guess really I should say that those experiences felt just as real as normal everyday waking consciousness, which begs the question, right? What is real? Well, to quote the matrix, if by real, you just mean electrical signals interpreted by your brain, then I can say that these experiences were very real. And this kind of reminds me that I'll do an episode on my fairy experience at some point because it's pretty interesting. So Anyway, back to last night, I, I seemed, I, I, I was tuning into some sort of fairy frequency as I could hear them all night. And I don't think that they knew I could hear them or they didn't care, but they definitely weren't talking to me. So kind of dealing with that all night, just weird, kind of cool, but mostly weird. And so anyway, I then at some point I get called up for my song from Ricardo and I was one of the last ones to, or actually I was the last one to be sung to. And at this point I wasn't feeling much of anything and I, and I still wasn't feeling great. And I could tell that Ricardo was tired as he was having a hard time staying awake all night. So I was kind of curious how this song was going to go. And to be honest, I wasn't expecting much, but to my surprise, 
I actually felt his song quite a bit. I felt a lot of things moving. He was singing to the uh, Shitana via Uma, and I could feel that moving around, and I was yawning a lot, which is a form of purging, and my visions even started to open up. And I was actually rather impressed given the situation. But so I was I was kind of digging his song and, and feeling good, but as as he was singing, he just stopped immediately. It was really it was kind of weird. I mean, there was no proper closure to the song. He just stopped. So I don't know what was going on there, but uh anyway, that's you know, that's the way it goes. And so after he was done singing, he closed the ceremony. And then at the end of ceremony, I was talking with my neighbor who had a really big night. And he was telling me a couple days ago that he had been dealing with some really intense African witchcraft for a long time. And since he's been at the center, he's been asking Ricardo to clean it for the last two weeks. And Every time Ricardo has said he's not ready, he's not feeling the medicine, he's not up to the challenge. Well, thankfully for him, Ricardo felt up to the task tonight. And let me tell you, that song was intense. And as he was getting sung to, he was purging nonstop and shaking so much that you could feel the entire floor of the Maloka vibrating. So he was kind of telling me about that experience and how much better he felt. And that after his song, he he then felt the presence of Ayauma coming in and he was just mind was blown about how powerful Ayauma is. And I told him I knew exactly what he was talking about. And so, because as I've said before, and I'm sure I'll say again, that once you feel Ayauma's presence, your world completely changes. And so anyway, we talked for about, 10 minutes or so and then he left to go talk to someone else and after he left I I got I felt the urge to purge I immediately got sick so I went outside walked over to my new favorite spot uh and then I immediately purged twice after that I went back in to hang out with some more people and after purging I felt a huge sense of relief I felt so much better because I hadn't purged all night and I'd been feeling weird all night. And so that was a huge relief to get that out. But I still felt like there might be more to come. But anyway, as I was hanging out with everyone, uh, most people were, I'd say in general, everybody was in a relatively good mood after ceremony. And so then one of the long-term dieters started playing his guitar and now singing along with him was my arch nemesis. (laughs) Just kidding. But uh, if you remember, when I was back here in January, there was a particular woman, a long-term dieters, a long-term dieter whose songs, when she would sing in ceremony, her songs felt like kryptonite to me. Well, she was singing with him. And so I was kind of wondering how this was going to go. And at this point, I actually rather enjoyed her voice. She does have a nice voice, but she she was singing with him and she was singing backup, which is, I'm realizing is a key detail. And it's, it's so interesting because I'm really curious about her, right? I mean, obviously not in a romantic way or anything, but just more so of why I don't resonate with her singing despite it sounding fairly good 
And to my knowledge, I don't know if anyone else has a problem with it, but that I don't know. Um, And also, I should say that I love the feminine energy in ceremony. Like when there's a woman practitioner that sings these songs, these medicine songs, if it's done right, it's amazing. Sometimes it's my my favorite because I, I love the polar opposite energy to myself. As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, that I'm all about the masculine and feminine energies and the interplay between the two. And so I'm actually a big fan of women singing. Um, so anyway, after, after they got done wrapping up that song... She she then asked the guy to play another song because she really wanted to sing. So during this song, she was singing by herself and she's not holding back. And as soon as she starts singing, I immediately get sick to my stomach. It was just like the ceremonies back in January. So I then I then look at her and I just see that she's full of ego and starved for attention and look I hope everyone listening knows I'm not trying to be a hater I mean obviously I'm not even telling anyone who this is um not that you would know anyway but it's it has nothing to do with me being a hater like I told you I love I'm a big fan of women singing uh I'm just looking at this from an outsider perspective and also trying to analyze the situation as like why does when this particular person seeing, I immediately get sick. So just, it's, it's, it's a thing of curiosity for me. But anyway, as she's singing, I can no longer stand it. I'm getting sicker by the second. So I immediately just grab all my things and, um, and head and, and walk out and head out to, for my tombow. And so as soon as I get back to my tombow, I put my, put my things on the deck, take a few steps off the beaten path and then start purging again and again and again. And so after I'm done, the medicine opens up quite a bit, but I'm still feeling weird, still feeling sick, just not feeling right. So I then head back into my, I go inside my tombow, sit in my chair, and then I start singing to clean myself. And my songs felt really nice and powerful and they definitely seemed to do the trick. So I put myself back together, made myself feel a lot better. And one of the things that uh, was interesting about my songs was that earlier in the day, I received a big insight from Ayauma about how to clean some really specific energies. As I mentioned before, that's one of the things Ayauma does is it helps you develop your songs. And so... I had been experiencing some, so I had some sexual dreams for two nights in a row, and then I also had this negative energy coming up uh, around a kind of a heartbreak situation that I experienced. And so, like I said, the last two nights I had these really intense sexual dreams, and this is not good because of one I'm under I'm under sexual restrictions while I'm on this diet and also what I talked about in the sexual energy podcast if you listen to that that this is not a good use of energy that I'm trying to not 
allow that energy to go in that direction and instead transform that energy into other creative avenues. And luckily, this is probably uh, TMI, but luckily those dreams were not wet dreams. So my streak is still intact and you know the the damage from those sexual dreams is been kept at a minimum um but when you're trying to control your sexual energy like i said dreams can definitely set you back you don't want you don't want this to be a thing where you're constantly having sexual dreams and sexual thoughts so so there was that aspect and then there was this negative energy that kept these situations kept replaying in my mind around this, I'd call it a kind of a heartbreak situation. And so long story with that, like I mentioned, just kept having these recurring thoughts that were very annoying and very negative. And not only was it annoying me, but it didn't make any sense because I've, I'm over the situation. I've been over it mentally, spiritually, physically, and I'm just like, why is this coming up? Why is this coming up now? Not making any sense. And then I realized that it was Ayauma bringing it up to teach me how to clean it. Um, see, like, I'm my singing, I'd say, is I'm at a little bit higher than a beginner level. Maybe I'm slightly intermediate. Like I know a lot of Shipibo, I know a lot of phrases and I can sing and my songs are, they do work and they are powerful. But knowing a lot of words and knowing a lot of phrases, I think about this because I'm also trying to learn Spanish. So it's like trying to learn another language that you may know a lot of words and you may know a lot of phrases, but that doesn't mean you have the ability to have an intelligent conversation or even a converse, a structured conversation. And so that's kind of how I feel I am with my singing Shapibo that I know a lot, but I need to be able to structure it a little better. And so it can flow a little more and it's a little bit more intelligent. And so what Ayauma was doing, particularly with th these three things, but even more particularly with the negative thoughts around heartbreak is it was forcing me to look at this situation and then treat it as if I was working on someone else. Um, I've been involved with numerous ayahuasca ceremonies and I've taken a lot of intentions and this is kind of a legit intention. A lot of people have come to ayahuasca. I mean, there's a million reasons, but one popular one is maybe to they've experienced a really bad heartbreak or they've had a divorce or they've had this and they want that energy removed. And so basically between the sexual dreams and the negative thoughts, it kind of said like this made me realize, well, this is a problem in my mind, right? That I need to clean these thoughts. I need to clean the, my dreams and organize it. So, so long story short, kind of rambling on this one, I guess, um, that I was able to sit down and analyze, okay, let's assume that I'm someone I'm working on and, and these were the intentions and how would I do, how would I approach this? So, I was able to sit down and kind of 
for 30 minutes or so and kind of make a general outline of how I would approach working on someone like this. So then I sang to myself using that structured approach, which really helped me. And so now that's given me a, a scaffolding on which to build off other songs. And so almost a framework. So depending on what situation comes to me, I can use that framework to then sing to someone. So really cool stuff. Anyway, see you on the other side.